0: So you uh, are doing some research here. Yeah, so uh, Cam, the intern. Got oh, his own, own podcast. Got his own like, podcast. But it looks good. It looks good. Logos, good Maybe graphics. It sounds good, too. Oh,
1: Cam. Hardworking kid. Cam? Yeah. Every day that kid's stock goes up a little Does bit. It a little bit.
0: Ryan her 3 on the way. It's good off the. Backboard in! i what a take by Tucker! Jones, another steal! Spin on Caldwell, and the layup's good! I would like to see you hold a mirror
1: up to yourself and interview yourself. As good as this was, it could only be better if it was all you.
0: Tuning in, I was a fan, I was like, man, let's do it. Cam, thanks so much for having me, I'm happy to be here. Join today for the first time, Cam Isomone. Gallagher's gonna have to shoot it from beyond the arc, and it it's good! Jacobs it for three, he got it! My goodness, what a shooting performance! For me. I think Cam's Corner is great. Tune in to Cam's Corner. This kid's going to make it. He's going to make <laughs> right, it. here. Back, guys, welcome back to another episode of Cam's Corner. It's been a minute, but we are back with a former guard at UMass Dartmouth now. I mean, graduating this year and a former guard at Johnson High School, both in the Thousand Point Club for both programs. It's Jordan Moretti. Jordan, thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. And always, I always start off every podcast uh, asking whoever it is, an athlete, coach, uh, broadcaster, whoever I have on, um, where that passion for what they do stems from. So for you, obviously, it's basketball, you know, playing, you know, throughout your whole career. Um, just where does that passion for the game of basketball come from? And, you know, how are you introduced to it at an early age?
1: Um, I think I first picked up a basketball when I was like five or six. Uh, I think my dad kind of got me into it. But it's actually funny. I was actually more into softball. And I didn't really start like having that deep passion for it until I was like in high school when I started playing with Chris and stuff so I was like playing AU softball my whole life like ready to go play in college there but then I think after like the seasons I had at Johnston I would kind of like changed my mind and was like wow I love this sport so
0: yeah so was it ever um you know more one-sided like basketball is probably going to be what you were going to do in college did you ever get any like college attention for softball
1: I did I had a couple like emails here and there but like before I was already set when those emails came in like to go play basketball so I was like oh my mom wanted me to do both but I was like that's a lot that's definitely
0: no definitely I know some people that do it and you know they always end up just picking one sport because I mean this so it's so time consuming around you know one season and you know back-to-back seasons and all that stuff but um you know when you were younger what athletes did you look up to and try to model your game around because I mean I'm Of course, I'm sure you're very fond of like a lot of WNBA players and NBA players as well. But I mean, playing a lot of different sports, Like, what athletes did you kind of gravitate towards?
1: Yeah, definitely. uh, Watched uh, a lot of like college back then. Um, Sue Bird, obviously, like her game. Uh, Then like point guard wise, like Skylar Diggins-Smith. I always loved watching her. And then just like the past, like few years I was watching like Aerie McDonald like how she went about it and like being the size she was and playing in D1 so I always looked up to her
0: yeah and you know growing up and developing as a player um, you know outside of like role models that you would look up to like what were the mentors that you had you know throughout your career that really helped develop you as a player and like you know just help you throughout the process as well
1: yeah definitely I think my parents my parents were always there for me they supported me since I was little drive to every game so they were always there for me no matter how how good the game went how bad the game went and then definitely Chris Chris Corsonetti he uh he definitely pushed me in a way that I wasn't really pushed before he taught me a lot of stuff on and off the court and he was always there for me
0: yeah and obviously you know I, I know you coming from the same town um but, you know fans from Dartmouth that might not know uh, a lot about your high school background um, you know, just describe what it was like going into the high school scene as a freshman. You know, what, you're, what you thought your strengths and weaknesses were um, and how you kind of developed over the years as a player.
1: Yeah, I mean, going in high school, I mean, for anyone, it's pretty scary. Like you a 14 year old going with 17, 18 years olds that's been there. So, I mean, as a freshman, I was like also in the back of my head, I was like, oh, Chris is my cousin. Like, I don't want the girls to think mm-hmm. like any special treatment, which none of that was. But I think freshman year I was on half JV and then I got moved up to varsity, so I was playing both. And I was tiny. I was really tiny. <laughs> so I mean, I was kind of always need knew I had no I had to work on that. So, but I think my quickness kind of like gave me a little edge. So then sophomore year we didn't freshman sophomore year we didn't have the best years, and then junior year, we just we came out and we just played we weren't the most talented team but we just had the season we did and that's when I was like okay like this is fun like I I love basketball like I want to do this I want to work at it so I got in the gym started lifting so that's why i kind of where I got to
0: yeah and like those championship runs I mean they're like kind of tough to put into words I mean to be in those kinds of atmospheres at that young of an age at the high school level to play on college courts um you know obviously freshman year you kind of got thrown into the fire like you said you played JV and varsity um but you know how long was it until Chris got you into that rotation where you would play more minutes and um you know just describe those like types of championship runs that you guys had as well along with that
1: yeah I think he he threw me in like a couple games after the first in freshman year and then I was like, he told me, I remember, he was like, the minute I stepped on the court as a freshman, he said, you're not a freshman anymore. He's like, <laughs> you're a basketball player, so go play. So that's what, kind of what I just did. I kind of always had that mentality, like, just going to go out there and do my thing, just play basketball. And then junior year, we, we like I said, we weren't the most talented, but Chris always said, like, if we have the most heart, we can we can make a run. And I didn't think we – were that good until we played Juanita Sanchez and they always had a good team. Like they were tough, they were strong, tall. So I think after we beat them, I think we all kind of looked at each other and were like, okay, like we can do this. Like let's, let's do this. So Mm -hmm. that was, it was crazy. I would have never believed we would have gone undefeated that season. Like it was insane.
0: Yeah. I mean, to be at those games, I mean, like I said, like I wasn't there, um, you know, all four years for you, I, I came in. I think when you were a junior, um, mm-hmm. but you know the girls' team was always great. I mean, even when after you left too, you guys continued that um that legacy and that that championship runs and stuff like that. But to cap off, you know, an, an historic career at Johnson, I mean, a thousand points as well. I mean, not a lot of athletes are fortunate enough to do that. Um, and I know you've done that at the college level as well. But um, for a high school student, uh, you know, obviously a, a lot of awards too came to you that year and years prior. But what did what do those awards mean to you, or what did they mean to you at the high school level to have that? Um, in your honor
1: I mean I'm I'm always the type of person who's not like it's an award but I'm always like I want to win just I want to win like and I wouldn't have gotten those awards without my teammates and my coaches so they put me in those positions and I always make sure like I recognize them like I wouldn't have been there without them but I mean it's it was nice like just like I don't know I was a little girl from Johnston I never thought I would be able to do what I did so it was it was cool to see
0: yeah a lot of athletes that I talk to too even at like the college level like they always say you know the award's cool but like it's all attested to the people that you know helped you along along the way and and things like that so um obviously I was never in a thousand point score I was never you know I'd never had any of those like attributes so I wouldn't know how that feels but it's cool to get other people's perspective on how it would be um especially at the college level too we'll definitely get into that as well but At the high school level, you know, once you figured out that basketball was going to be, like, your main priority. um, And I know you mentioned that you said you had some softball offers as well. But for basketball, what was the scene looking like when you were a senior? Did you get attention mostly in your senior year? Or was it kind of throughout high school, too, as well as where you were praying?
1: I think it kind of was, like, end of my junior year. Like, other teams, like, other schools started realizing, like, oh, Johnston, like, they're they're doing well. Like, who's leading this group? And so... Then I started playing AU and then got, like, was looking over there. So, um, but, yeah, I think after we were the only D2 team to make it to the Final Four of the Open tournament, so I think that opened a lot of eyes. So that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and, you know, coming in as a freshman uh, at Dartmouth, you know, again, mainly, how did you decide on Dartmouth uh, predominantly?
1: Um. So when I visited there, I was like, okay, I love the atmosphere, the environment. And like just seeing the girls on the team and how close they were, they were really like a family and how they interacted with the coach. So I think when I was there watching their practice, I was like, this is a part of team that I want to be part of. So like my Johnson team, like we were all really close. Like I was hanging out with freshmen as a senior, like we all were together. So and I saw that when I went to Dartmouth. So I was like, this is this is where I want to be
0: did you see anything similar to that? Like at other schools or what other schools did you, uh, you know, tour and kind of, you know, uh, figure out like what their programs were about?
1: Yeah. So I, uh, I had a couple looks in uh, New York, but I know I didn't want to go that far. I wanted my parents to see me play my family. So then I also had Rick. Um, It was kind of between Rick and UMass Dartmouth. But then I, I told my parents, I was like, I want to, Rick is 10 minutes from my school, uh, from my house. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I want to be able to go somewhere where I can like live off campus and have that and be able to grow like that. Cause like I came into UMass Dartmouth and I didn't know a single person. Mm -hmm. It was hard the first couple of days. So I think me being able to do that helped me grow a lot. So that's, that was a big reason I wanted to get away from home. So, and it's like 45 minutes. So it's like an easy drive home.
0: Yeah. Anytime I'd go see you guys, your dad, your family would always be there and always see everyone there. So that's good that, they got to enjoy, you know, the trip as well with you, you know, throughout your journey. But um, like you said, coming in as a freshman, you know, you're not, you don't know anybody yet. I mean, I know Caitlin played with you guys. She was a former teammate of yours as well, but that was, you know, a little bit later down the road, but um, did you feel like you had something to prove at that level? You know, as the game's changing, the game seems uh, maybe, did it seem different in your eyes? Did it seem like faster pace or anything like that?
1: Definitely. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, it was only like four minutes added, but it was a fast game. Like, High school, it's like a little slower, like, longer shot clock, like all that. But when you get to the college level and I was going as freshman, I was like, okay, I got to keep up with them. I got to make sure I'm in shape. I got to just keep going. And they were strong. They were big. So again, like, I was still tiny as a freshman. Like, just, I only worked out, like, here and there. So it was, it was a lot. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And someone you mentioned too earlier, obviously, you know, Chris Corsinetti was a huge, obviously mentor and he's your cousin as well. So, I mean, always being around him, being taught by him. Uh, did you feel like uh, you wanted to see something similar with the coaching staff? Like when you first like committed and um, what did you see that was like kind of different that they brought to the table?
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely like having Chris as my coach all four years, like he showed me what a coach was supposed to do like this, that, and he, besides basketball he was always there for us like off the court like he cared about us what we were doing like are we okay like mentally physically like he always made sure like he was just that mentor off the court and he taught us so much he started every practice with the quote of the day so my coach at Dartmouth he does that too so I was like that's pretty cool like just sort of the connection between that and my coach coach Duchamp he's always always cared about us and he always wants the best for us. So that connection like kinda swayed me to go here.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna ask you if there's anything like different about the staff, but you just mentioned that, you know, Chris and your coach throughout the years kind of had the same mentality. They had the you know coach of the day and similar uh, you know, mindsets, which is good. Definitely, you know, an attraction piece as well coming in as a freshman, but um for your there's first year.
1: Coach yeah. Coaches too. Chris is always like jumping on the sidelines in high school. Yeah our coach here he's very energetic so yeah don't like that
0: that animation goes a long way I mean you know like for me and my teammates being coached by someone like Dan I mean he doesn't get much like more animated and more loud than that so yeah um, it, it plays a part in the game for sure so it's definitely good that you've had those coaches you know throughout your whole career but as far as your freshman year um what was kind of like I always ask like athletes and stuff like that too like you're kind of like welcome to whatever you're playing so like uh, about NBA players, I ask them, like, what was your, like, welcome to the NBA moment? So for somebody like you, what was your first moment where you realized, like, all right, this is college basketball, it's not high school anymore, like, this is, you know, like, this is serious, it's fast-paced, it's a completely different level of play?
1: Um, I mean, I think just, like, the first day of practice, we, mm-hmm. like, got in there, and, like, they started just running their drills, and they, they did what they did, and I was just, like, okay, I was, mm-hmm. like, I need to pay attention, I was, like, but just like that, like, just was like, all right, this is different. This isn't high school anymore. Like, I just need to step it up.
0: Yeah, and again, we talked about it too, like, uh, teammates and how close you are with them, uh, not just in high school, but again, at Dartmouth as well. Obviously, you built those bonds coming in as a freshman. Um, we talked about somebody like Kalen Zalewski, who you were very close with at Johnson, of course. Um, just add on that. Let's like, just talk about what chemistry means to you, how, you know, it's brought you guys success throughout the years, and, you know, what it transcribes to off the court.
1: Definitely, Um Chemistry is everything, I think. That's like my major thing. Like if I ever become a coach, like my major thing would be chemistry on the team because like Chris Tom always told us, like we weren't the most talented, but if we stick together and we have that chemistry, like we'll be successful and it showed. And we in high school, we were so close to each other. Like we just wanted the best for each other. And then when I got to college, it was the same thing. I mean, when I was a freshman, like we were hanging out with the seniors Like, I'm thankful for them, like, Nakira, Danielle, Ashley, like, all of them. Like, they just, they weren't, like, those girls who were, like, oh, no, they're freshmen. They were, like, hey, come hang out with us, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and then when I, I kind of, it's weird, because, like, when I kind of became an upperclassman, I was, like, I still feel like an underclassman, but I was, like, okay, I'm going to do what they did. They took me under their wing, so I was, like, Kaylin and Tasia, they were, um the freshman class when I was a junior during the COVID. So I was like, right, I'm going to take these girls under my wings. And now we're really close. So they're like my best friends. So.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, uh, I mean, if I didn't have, you know, the guys that I had at the basketball level, like on the court, I mean, those are like my lifelong friends. So, I mean, that goes a long way. And especially at the college level too. I mean, people coming from like all over, you know what I mean? Not just Rhode Island. It's not just high school. It's like from all over. So that definitely goes a long way. Um, but, you know, progressing throughout your career at Dartmouth, you know, your first year, um, average about five points off the bench, but I mean, you got right into the fire. I feel like, you know, right off that first year, the coaches, I feel like they trusted you more. I mean, those numbers went up drastically your second year. Um, I just wanted to ask you too, about how that, how that goes down. Cause obviously high school is a little bit different. You know, there's more flexibility. It's not, um, you know, college is no guaranteed roster spot. Obviously high school, there isn't either, um, mm-hmm but how did you work your way into a rotation and how did you gain trust in these coaches to start getting these big minutes and to start putting up the numbers that you knew that you could?
1: Um, My dad always told me that I have to earn everything. Like nothing's going to be given to me. And that was my mindset through high school and through college. I was like, if I want to play, I have to work at it. So, I mean, freshman year, I had a one big game. That was like my coming out game against Babson. And I was like, okay, like, this is, this is fun. Like I can do this. So, I mean, I just kept working at it the summers in the gym, working out. So just kept grinding at that.
0: Yeah, for sure. And again, we go back to um Chris and his family, someone that you battled up against your cousin, Antonia, uh, Rick, plenty of times. Um, I always wanted to know what that was like. I mean, obviously of course in the championship games and things like that, it's obviously more tough to go through things like that, but just throughout a course of a season, I mean, you match up with them about, you know, I think once or twice at least, um, yeah. you know, going back down to Rick, you know, seeing your family down there. Just uh just talk about those moments and what it's like to share the court with Antonia like during those games.
1: I mean, we it was so funny. We're always always against each other. So we always like joked, like, oh, like, when can we ever be on the same team? So, um, I mean, even in high school it was like I tried to get her to come Johnston, but it was always a great time. Um, I think we still like at the end of the day we're family, so basketball aside we'll always have that but on the court it was fun like we'd be we'd be like talking to each other or just like giving each other high fives here and there you know what I mean like I knew all those girls on Rick so it was just playing against them it's I mean what I played against them in high school so it was a good time I mean like I said at the end of the day me and Tony is still family so it was always fun like the good competition you know she hits a three I come down uh, I hit a three, and mm-hmm. then just seeing my family uh coming like coming to Rick, it was always it was always hyped up. Like my family's there, a bunch of my friends, so it was always a good time.
0: Was there ever any like trash talk between games, like games got that got heated or anything like that?
1: Um, I don't think like there wasn't too much trash tra- trash talk. I was kind of just like focused on the game, but like right. she she like shoot it, I'll be like, damn, can't you miss or something, or, <laughs> like stuff like that. It was like little things, but. Yeah. It was, I was just always locked in the game. So.
0: Right. Yeah. And then going back to what you said about like junior year, how that was like the COVID year for everybody. Um, but what that gave you an extra year of eligibility. So, I mean, it gave, you know, a lot of opportunity for yourself throughout the years, uh, prior to that, or past that. Um, and you know, you just became the 14th player to become an a thousand point scorer now at Dartmouth. And again, we go back to those awards. Um, I feel like it means more to athletes at the college level to like, you know, take your game to the next step and be still able to get those awards and be honored with that. Um, now I wanted to ask you for this now. Like, what does that mean to do that at the college level? Um, be a top 50 player in the in the country for division three women's basketball. Like, what does that all that mean to you and everything that you've accomplished at Dartmouth?
1: I mean, it's crazy. Like, if you would have told me that my freshman year, I would have never believed you. Mm. Um, my mom was always like, she said to me, She was like, I remember you were a freshman, you were like, I can never make a thousand points in college. Like, that's crazy. I was like, Yeah, I would have never thought like me coming in five foot three would have done something like that. So I'm like, I said, like those awards, like I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have received those without my teammates and my coaches. They really, they really pushed me to be who I am today. So I share those awards with them all the time. Like those awards are theirs just as much as they're mine.
0: For sure. And, you know, looking back at it now, um, again, like I said, throughout the whole episode so far, very historic career, Johnson and UMass, but um, if you were to look at your whole basketball or your college basketball career as a whole, uh, what would you say was one of your most memorable moments on the court? It could be during the game, after a game, anything like that, that really sticks in your head that you're always going to remember.
1: Um, I really think like just this past year, my the first game, my thousand points, mm-hmm. it was really special because my grandma was there and that was the first game she came through, came to since my uh, sophomore year because of covid. So, and just having like my whole family there and like my parents, my brother, Chris was there to see it. So, and just like finally getting it over with. So that was, that was a really good moment. I loved that moment.
0: Yeah, for sure. And to cap everything off, I'm going to do a little bit of a speed round. I got like a few quick questions for you. Um, First one is your favorite basketball player it could be a WNBA or NBA player.
1: Um, I think Sue Bird.
0: Sue Bird. And what's your favorite shoe to wear like in game?
1: Um I think as much as I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I like LeBron's. Oh really? Yeah. A
0: lot of people I mean they, they don't like they're not big fans of LeBron's too heavy, too, you know, stuff like that, but yeah. For sure. And um if you could play on any court in the world, where would it be and why? Uh like any, any venue
1: um it'd be pretty cool to play at South Carolina that just like what they're doing right now is insane so to play in that facility that'd be really cool
0: right and to follow that you know what was one of the coolest arenas you were able to play in throughout your career
1: um I think just URI maybe that's kind of the biggest one I've been to um I've been to like other colleges but that one like the D1 facility that was pretty cool for the final fours
0: Right, and if you could compare your game to any professional player out there, who would it be and why?
1: Uh, probably Skylar Diggins-Smith. I mean, she's not the tallest guard, but she's a point guard. She can shoot it. She can go to the basket, so I think her.
0: And lastly, now that basketball and college is you know coming to an end, what's next for Jordan Moretti? What do you have in the future planned for yourself? What's, what passion do you want to start to get into now that basketball is over and everything like that?
1: Yeah, so I think I'm going to finish up my master's degree here and then – I'm going to enjoy this summer a little and get a look for a job in uh marketing, sports, marketing, management, stuff like that. That's kind of what my degree is in.
0: Right. And if you ever have any questions, I mean, I'm heavily in media, but I mean, if you ever have any questions, always feel free to reach out. I mean, I know I'm a few years younger, but I mean, I have a lot of connections, a lot of people that have helped me throughout the way. So if they can help you throughout the way, I'd be more than happy to connect you guys, but.
1: I appreciate um, it. Thank you.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that's, that's all I got wrapped up for you, Jordan. I just wanted to know what you thought of camp's corner and uh yeah to kind of end off the show what do you think
1: i love it i love what you're doing it's it's pretty cool that's that's amazing
0: awesome i appreciate it jordan i'll definitely be in touch in the future and uh hopefully see you soon for sure
1: yeah definitely thank you
0: thank you jordan